heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. So I find a lot of people, they either like, you know, when you see something and it's like, I don't know how much more the price. I'd say twice the price. I'm probably exaggerating. I'm sure that I am. But, you know, you're in the supermarket and you see something and it's like, it looks like it's twice the price or something. And it says organic. And then you have to make that decision, you know, do you, do you, you know, take route A or route B. I've never really, I mean, again, I'm right up front confession with you, friends. I never really um, understood so much the organic. I didn't know if it was just a, a ploy by the, uh, you know, the supermarket companies to make another buck on you. God knows they've got their hand on our wallets already, don't they, you know? Or, or, or if there was a really difference. And I've heard two schools of thought on this, frankly. I've heard others tell me, eh, I don't know, it's not really worth it. Or sometimes they, and that's another thing I wonder about. Do they kind of fool you sometimes? And, say, and I don't really know. You think you're buying something organic uh, on a fruit or vegetable kind of thing, I'm saying, and then maybe it's not. Kind of a little worrisome too, isn't it now? That's a little bit of the focus today, but there'll be a whole lot more, my friends. Welcome into the program here. Uh, and this is the episode three here of uh, taking back control of your life. This has been a remarkably successful. We're thrilled to bring this to you. The eight essential steps to health and freedom. Uh, it's been very well, well received in trying to get this information out there. And uh, let's bring on now Dr. H, uh, Dr. Henry Ely, Dr. H, uh, Dr. <laughs> Tr- Dr. Trouble. It's all the same. <laughs> Here comes trouble, baby. <laughs> more names, more names. Here we go. I just added one more into the mix here, my friend. So, all right. Uh, so, listen, I, I full confession. I've always thought, you know, it's a, it's a little chic. It sounds really good. Well, you know, I went mm-hmm. to the market and I bought, you know, the organic stuff, you know, and of course they had to take out a second mortgage to do it, but it <laughs> felt good. What the heck, you know, I don't know. I guess I'm exaggerating. But I, but so help me understand, is it worth it? Is it worth the extra bucks? And are we getting the impact of you, uh, of it? And, you know, and are you really bringing organic home or are they fooling you? I don't really know, man. You know, it's a it's a good question, and, and actually, I I did an analysis. Of course, I did, right, with patients and showing them the cost of it, Malcolm. Because we, when you eat foods that have higher nutritional content, and organic foods by and by and large have a vastly superior nutrient content, minerals, vitamins, things of that nature. When you eat those amount of nutrients, you don't need the same amount of calories. So you don't need this, eat the same amount of meals. One of the things I do is I eat one major meal a day, as we've talked about before. And that's why we're into that intermittent fasting schedule and things like that. That enables me to make sure my meals are smaller and, but more nutrient dense. And that's where organic comes in. So when we did this analysis cost-wise with patients, we showed them that you actually save money by eating organic. You save wow. money in doctor's bills. You save money on 
stupid things you do. We How many emotional purchases do we make because we're in a bad mood? One of the things that organic foods do is alleviate bad moods. So many of our bad moods come from the GMOs that people are putting in their mm. bodies, come from the pesticides people are putting in their bodies. And we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, I find that remarkable right there, Dr. H. I got to tell you that 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 the fact that it can alter your mood mm-hmm. or put people in a better state of mind, that's significant, I have to tell you. That's it's worth its weight in gold, isn't it? I mean, if somebody said you have to pay 20 cents more per pound, which is preposterous, I agree with everyone, it should be cheaper, right? right. But you have to pay 20 cents per pound more, right? Mm-hmm. To have a much better day, a much better mood, be happier throughout your day, make better decisions throughout wow. your day. Wow. You know, what would you say? Yeah, I'll pay that 20 cents. Well, sign me up for that program, please. Amen. Will you please? Well, I'll take that's, that. That's, door, that's door number what, two, three or four, you know, <laughs> right. I'll take that one. The one thing I do know, and I, I don't want to lose sight of this as we dive more into this area here, is that I've always been a... a a bit standoffish, I guess would be the best word, uh, when it comes to buying uh, things in packages, processed foods, okay? Mm-hmm. I, I'm very, and I, this I've always been, Henry, I just always have been that way. I don't, uh, like when you open, when you look at a package, and I started doing this years and years and years ago, and you look at the ingredients and you can't even pronounce the words, uh, or they start that way, and it's like being, I mean, they're like 10 syllable words. I mean, what the hell is this stuff? I mean, I don't really understand. And I'm thinking we're putting this into our bodies. And I see a lot of people in a, in a state of mind where we're in a fast moving society. We're in a hurry, in other words. You know, people are in a hurry. Let's face it, a lot of people prefer easier to go over to the cabinet, pull out a box, and take something out and eat it. But a lot of the times I find that stuff in there, it, I just don't do well with it. And I find that that I've always believed is a problem. Now, am I overstating that or is, is that truly a problem? No, you're, you're, you're right over target. I mean, you know, one of the things that we love to teach is how to shop. You know, when you're talking about nutrition, holistic nutrition, we, we teach people like you need to shop the perimeter of the store. You want to go to your produce first and get organic produce. You want to go and if you're eating meat, get to, get your meats next and then get your grains, your breads and stuff. If those, if your body can tolerate them, you know, remember we talked about delayed food allergies last week, mm-hmm. um, but we want to do minimal shopping in the aisles. That's where okay. people put on weight. That's where there's all the processed food. That's where the things that are going to really jack you up. And especially if they're not organic, the nice thing about organic, at least in the processed food departments is they have a tendency to be cleaner there as well. So when you look at ingredients, you tend to recognize what's in there. You don't see like all of the neurotransmitters and the, the, you know, the dyes and all the other crap that, that really just jacks up the nervous system and, and, and discombobulates us. Mm. I mean, I, I'm really fascinated to hear all of this today. I, I, I've really got to confess that to you because, you know, I really believe food is driving a lot of this. I also believe, and this is just me talking now, this is because we don't talk about these programs ahead of time, do we, Dr. H, right? This is all no. spontaneous, yeah. So mm-hmm. so I don't really know whether we agree or disagree on anything until we go live. And that's the way I like to do this. I like to keep it real, you know, always. And, uh, but, you know, I always have a sense that a lot of these foods, are, at least it's innate in my thinking. And I'm, I'm really primed for this conversation today. I, I, I really am primed because I'm already partway there in my thinking, Dr. H. Mm-hmm. And I, you can probably push me right off the edge on this thing and probably to become more, even more so in a good way what that means. But what I worry about, really, 
is the people that are doing this and the foods and stuff we're eating. I just worry that I'm thinking that a lot of this stuff is causing real diseases. I'm thinking it's causing cancers. I'm thinking it's causing all kinds of internal problems in our system. And I just have this feeling because I see what's in these products and I just see, you know, cancer today is so, it's so prevalent. It's, it's mm -hmm. so commonplace, you know, it, it didn't seem like it was there yesteryear. Maybe it wasn't, they called it something else. I don't know, but my sense is it's gotten worse. What am I talking about, really? Does this make any sense? It, it makes total sense. And I'm going to give everybody a point of reference on this. I don't know about you, Malcolm. I love watching older movies, right? Movies from the yeah. 70s and 80s and things like that. When you look at the extras in those movies, they are thin. Americans were thin. It's not until the 1980s where we start seeing a dramatic shift in, in how we look as people. You know, and we see this massive um, influx of of obesity as an as a really as an epidemic. Um, what you start noticing is there is something happened in the 1980s. This is where we get the advent of the GMO industry, and the advent of the GMO industry really comes up in corn, right? High fructose corn syrup. So when people are eating anything, drinking anything, a soda with high fructose corn syrup in it, you are drinking GMOs. And with those GMOs, the promise of the GMO was that it was going to reduce our reliance on pesticides, that we would need less pesticides. But what ended up happening was pesticides increased, increased by over 400 million tons from 1996 to 2011. I mean, it's not tons, 400, 400 million pounds, excuse me. And then um, also what that ended up doing was it put us over a billion pounds of pesticides sprayed on our soil annually. All right. This is unconscionable because what happens is when that pesticide gets sprayed onto the soil, it doesn't just magically disappear. It stays in the soil. And what that does is it disrupts the microbiome within the soil, what's called the mycorrhiza, and it, it disrupts all of the nutrients. And now what starts happening is when plants are growing, they're uptaking not just um, you know, the nutrients that should be in the soil, but they're uptaking the poisons in the soil as well. And so that's why it's ridiculous for people to say, hey, I'm, I'm just going to go wash these pesticides off. You can't wash them off. They are literally embedded within mm. the cell structure of the wow. plant. Wow. So you, so this is why if you want to be diseased, eat poison, right? It makes sense, right? If pesticides mm. are poison, why would you think you can spray food with poison and magically it doesn't act as poison? Well, let me ask you this. Do the I, I'm just wondering, uh, this may sound like I'm being a smart ass, but uh, do the pharma companies and do the healthcare uh, conglomerates, do they own the agricultural companies and the farmlands, I wonder? Oh, yeah. If they don't own them, they're all cross-invested with each other. So it doesn't really matter whether they own them or not. They this has all been a ploy to make Americans sick because if you can create a customer for the pharmaceutical industry, if you can create a customer from birth till death, mm. then you are going to profit for decades off of that customer, especially yeah. if you can get them to believe a lie that they had nothing to do with it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So what this comes down to, Malcolm, is, is, is that when we're talking about foods and we're talking about pesticides and we're talking about GMOs, these are what are known today as obesogens. These are things that block the body's ability to detoxify at the cell mm. level. These are things that inhibit the liver and the kidneys from mm. cleaning the body. Wow. These are the things that wow. jack up the nervous system wow. so you feel like crap all day mm. long. Yeah. And it disrupts how everything works all so that you are slowly eroding into disease every time you eat. You know, I, I, I got to tell you something here. Uh, 
I'm actually a little angry in hearing you talk. It makes me angry, actually. And I, 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 the first thing that comes to my mind is what an imperfect world we live in, really. I mean, it, it goes to the core fight of what I talk to listeners all about every day, uh, this fight of good and evil. And what an imperfect world we're in. And it really makes me a bit angry that all of these things, we we sort of, we're, we're more challenged than ever, Dr. H. We're, we're just, it's just, there's so much bad information and it's like we're out to harm each other. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it just makes me sick, you know? Well, you don't see, you know, lions on the Serengeti, you know, screwing other animals over for a percentage, right? You just don't see that. We yeah. we have taken this incredible yeah. intelligence and we're using it yeah. for evil. Yeah. And that's where we got to say no. So what's the exit door? Knowledge. You yeah. knowing what yeah. you can do to take care of yourself. And that's the whole point of these eight steps, right? Yeah, yeah, they are. But you human beings, we're 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 a strange breed, people. I, I just can't say it any other differently. And I I say it enough because I really find, I mean, you know, I want to help people. I want people to live the most fulfilling life possible. I mean, that's a high for me. And the fact that, you know, there's so much against us, it just makes me even, you know, really mm-hmm. sick to hear this stuff, you know. So jumping in, you sent me um well, again, there's some notes involved in this. In fact, uh, well, let me just tell you right now, because I'm going to share some of these with Dr. Rach, and then he can uh, uh, elaborate more on all of this here. Uh, let me give you the guide to follow in what we're talking about. I think that's really important here. And if you go to uh, shows on the NAM bar at americrotlaw.com, friends, and you, you pull the drop down, you'll see something on there called uh, taking back control of your life. Now, this, of course, is part of the voice of a nation, which you're listening to here every Friday through the months of September and October. We're bringing this series to you, of course, Dr. H and, and Malcolm here, as you know already. Uh, but uh, there's a great uh, library here of information we're putting back on taking back control of your life. So it's part of a show on the voice of a nation, but we have it listed in its own menu item there. So you don't so you can find it easy. OK, under our shows. It's also on the left sidebar at the top left of America Out Loud. Uh, you'll see the pretty scene there of the birds breaking freedom and liberty, breaking free from the chains, uh, taking back control of your life. And uh, again, Voice of a Nation every Friday, 6 and 11, as you know. But go click that uh, that shows. Uh, go click that taking back control of your life is my bigger point here, please. And what I want you to do on there is follow along in week three. You'll see week one and two. There's kind of an accordion thing down below, and you can go back and listen to one and two and read those and, and, and you know, get yourself uh, uh, in, in the know here. But the importance of being organically grown, step number three. And if you look at that, you'll see a lot of the things we're talking about are in there right now. And then we'll add uh, more to it, but you're, you're going to see the notes there. And follow along with this, please. So what I want to ask you about now, you reference in those notes, Dr. Ace, the dirty dozen. Mm-hmm. And you talk about that. You actually have a link in there as well. And so tell us about this dirty dozen and what that's all about, please. Well, what's really cool, the Environmental Working Group is a nonprofit group um, that has been investigating the role of chemical pollution on the human body for decades now. And they actually came out and they did a, I think it was with CBS uh, way back in the early 2000s, they did something called environmental body burden. They did a study of 12 people and they just did random sampling of their blood and it and and showed all of the chemical nightmare of compounds that were in their bloodstream that shouldn't be in there, right? And so one of the things they spun off of that was they did started assessing foods because they're like, how did this stuff get into people's bodies? Well, some of it's glade air fresheners. Some of it is, 
you know, is, is, you know, the furniture and the smells and things of the house, but a lot of it was from food. So they said, well, let's start looking at the produce because this is where we think most of this stuff is coming. Most of these things are pesticides that are in people's bloodstreams. So they, they started testing food for pesticide residue on it. And what they do is they publish annually a dirty dozen, the top 12 foods that have the highest amount of pesticide residue on them, foods that you should never eat unless they're organic. Okay. And on that list this year in 2022, wow. it's strawberries. And it's it's usually the same players. They move around a little bit, Malcolm, but it's usually the same players. Mm -hmm. Strawberries, always eat them organic. Spinach, kale, collard greens, mustard, always organic. Nectarines, oh, that great summer fruit, right? Always organic. Apples, grapes, bell peppers, cherries, peaches, pears, celery, tomatoes. These are what are in their top 12 in their dirty dozen. Mm. So when you get people wow. who say, well, I don't really believe in organic. Well, do you believe pesticides are poison? Because if you believe that, you need to make sure at least these foods you are always eating organic. Well, I'm guilty right there because I love every one of those 12 items. Those are all things mm -hmm. I would eat, every, every one of them. And I'm not eating organic. So that means that I'm eating their pesticides, yeah? That means you have pesticide residue floating around in your blood that is jacking up your nervous system and putting you... It's working against your mission right now, Malcolm. You're on a tremendous mission from God to get this truth, this information, this freedom out to the world. Right. You're actually working against yourself by eating non-organic produce with pesticides. Is this why I want to strangle the Marxists? Is this why? That, that's why you were yelling at me before we came on yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> now they know, right? Now they know. <laughs> oh, but I digress. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, you convinced me. I get you. I, I'm, I'm with you now. Yeah. Well, well, let's do a simple seven day challenge, right? Because we've been every show we've been doing something where we're saying, hey, let's let's step up. Last week, we talked about delayed food allergies. The week before that, we were talking about getting those knees elevated when you're pooping. Right. Mm -hmm. This week, let's take Let's do a seven day challenge. Let's do a seven day challenge and say, you know what? I'm going to eat organically to the best of my ability and the best of my finances. Right. There's there's some factors. Uh, availability of the produce is, is a factor, but I'm going to eat to the best of my ability organically for the next seven days and check in with how I feel. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you folks, if you can't find organic produce, like, um, you know, in your store or whatnot, try a new store, <laughs> number one, yeah. but also um, consider a frozen produce, right? Frozen produce is very nutrient dense, organic frozen produce, very nutrient dense, very usable and uh, you can make it taste real good, especially if you're putting in a smoothies. We're actually going to include a smoothie recipe for you uh, with the show notes that you were alluding to for episode three. Wonderful. Wonderful. When you say um, the frozen, wait, wait a minute, understand now, does that mean frozen if it's organic or frozen? It doesn't matter if it's organic. Uh, frozen organic. If it's inorganic, okay. it's the, all you did was freeze the pesticides. That's what I thought. You you kind of, I want mm -hmm. you to clear that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. right, so that's so, another option you're saying is is frozen. Okay. Right. Yeah, sure. exactly. Some people say, well, frozen is 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 bad for you. But no, frozen is actually really good. It's actually frozen at the peak of its of its picking, of its harvesting. So it's actually really nutrient dense. It's it's fantastic. Frozen or fresh, great options for you. Organic. Okay. All right. Cool to know. Good to know, brother. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, can I tell the audience a little bit more about this? Because, you know, the teacher in me is kind of screaming right now. I want to give people okay. a real understanding of this, Please. this food and mood connection, right? Because it, it's a big deal. And Malcolm, I got to tell you, we've been doing this at the Energetic Health Institute for 
over 10 years now. I've been doing it with students for over 20 years, this organic kind of seven day challenge, you know, and saying, look, it's okay not to believe me. When my teachers first started talking to me about organics, I didn't believe them either, but I took, I took the challenge, you know, let me do it for seven days. And I can tell you, there was a couple of things that blew my mind, Malcolm. When I was a kid, I hated vegetables, hated them. Okay. I hated them though, because they were always bitter. I didn't learn until I started doing and eating produce organically, veggies, especially organically, that what I was, what I hated was the bitter taste of the pesticide residue that was on them. When I started eating organically, vegetables, fruits, naturally sweet, tasted delicious. All right. And it was like, wow. And what I was also getting with the organics was more minerals. Minerals are what really drive the flavor of a, of a, a veggie or a fruit. The more minerals, the sweeter, the better tasting it's going to be. Okay. So when I was getting those more the additional minerals in and I'm getting the extra vitamins in, and I'm also not getting the bitter flavor of the pesticides, I was like, wow, this is incredibly enjoyable. I mean, I just made a couple of uh, days worth of, of veggie and, and a juice last night, you know, all organic. And me and my son are just sitting there drinking it. It tastes fantastic. So we're talking about changing the taste. Now, let me let me uh, throw this at you, please. Yeah, because this, this would be mo monumental if you can solve this. Uh, so my wife in full confession, she won't like this that I say this, but that's all right. Um, <laughs> but she does not like vegetables. She does not eat vegetables. She mm -hmm. does not like green eggs and ham, said Sam, I am. That's exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she doesn't. You know, I love them. I love them. So you now she does. She prepares them all the time and does a fabulous job. She's a great uh, chef, actually. Uh, I don't know much about the kitchen at all. Um, pretty hazardous in there, but she's marvelous. But she doesn't eat them. I'd love if there was a way to get her to start to like some of those or enjoy them. How do we do it? Well, you know, I, I always think back to when I'm talking to a mom in, uh, you know, in her, where we're working with her on for her child, right? Because, uh, you know, you have to get foods in to babies somehow, sometimes. Some I do call her a baby now and then. So that's fair. Go ahead. That's fair, right? You know, she's going to hit me over the head for this, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah. You're in trouble. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to steer clear of that. So what we, what we do is, you know, there, one is typically size. Like it's always good to hide veggies in things. You know, you can hide broccoli, for example, organic broccoli in mashed potatoes, you know, and it's just little green, little speckles for the babies. Um, and then you're getting more broccoli. in. I think what starts happening though, Malcolm, my experience has been working with adults has been that people typically hate veggies because they taste bitter and they taste bitter because they have pesticide residue on them. When you give people an actual nutrient dense, organically grown veggie, they, their eyes, you know, that, that eyebrow raise people mm -hmm. get like, huh, I didn't know it was supposed to taste like this. Yes. That's the way things are supposed to taste. And if, and it's, and we you know, it's crazy. That's not even close to the way things tasted even a hundred years ago. Wow. hundred years ago, they tasted wow. even way better. So if you're you talking have, about changing the taste of things now. Well, well, how That's else? Remarkable. Are we gonna, how else are we going to get Crazy. someone to want to incorporate this as a lifestyle? I love it. I right? love it. But we, I didn't know you could do. I didn't know that. I mean, are you really? Is this? You're being serious now. You're not just I'm being, my life. I, I'm, I'm I, Malcolm. Right. I am telling right. you. I used to. I'm the kid that used to take veggies, put them in my pocket, pretend that I had to go to the bathroom, and flush them down the toilet. They tasted so nasty to me. Yeah. It was jaw dropping to me to realize how good organic produce tastes. Wow.
I'm blown away because if that makes a difference for her, I'd be thrilled. I mean, really, I'd be happy to pay 20% more or 30% more or whatever if she's going to eat it, you know? And and you remember, you also get the better mood. So maybe she doesn't want to bonk you on the head for talking about her on air. So, oh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a, a benefit. That would be a double treat, Dr. Right? Hayes. That'd be a double treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're solving relationship <laughs> problems one bite at a time. That's what we're doing. Yeah, we don't have the problem anymore because I just ignore her and I move on. You understand? <laughs> There's no confrontation there, brother. And, because and now Malcolm you're back in the like doghouse. I don't like negative energy, so it's all good. Go ahead. You, you know what I you know what I tell my girl, just so we can both be in the same boat here. I'm gonna I'm gonna join you in the boat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what I tell her? I said, baby, you are going to get your way no matter what. Just make me feel good about it. There you go. There <laughs> That's you the go. deal. As long yeah. as I feel good about it, and trust me, a hundred times out of a hundred, you are getting your way. Yeah, you get to a point in this life where life becomes too short to have those other discussions. You know what I mean? Amen. I'm just simply not interested in the negative negative tones and the uh, the confrontation. Uh, count me out, please. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, but so let's so let's let me let me piggyback on that because so much of our confrontations, particularly the ones that people get into where they're like, you know, they you know, you have that internal dialogue, you know that it's like you're being over the top and you can't control yourself, you can't stop, you know? Mm -hmm. So much of it is because of what's circulating in the bloodstream, right? Our thoughts, our feelings, our emotions are predicated upon what we put into our body. So if all we put into our body are poisons and make no mistake, mm. pesticides are poison. Yeah. That means our body is constantly working to, de to detoxify that poison. And that poison is going to have an effect, particularly on the nervous system. This is how pesticides work, Malcolm. Pesticides work to kill the bugs by shutting their nervous systems down. They actually... Let me ask you this. If the yeah. FDA knows all this, yeah. and obviously they do, and I, I just want to poke back a little bit here. I mean, if and obviously there's a lot known in these agencies. I mean, why aren't the people, the, the people informed better or why are not the, the supermarkets um, forced to put up a sign that says the pesticide poison aisle for the vegetable row? I mean, for real. Because the polluters actively lobby, like Monsanto has paid over $31 million in the last 31 years in lobbying efforts to Republicans and Democrats and and independents, everybody who will take the money to make sure that the they do not get labeled as harmful uh, for human consumption. See, it's the same lie about the shots, right? They What do they say the shots? Safe and effective. Well, it's the same lie that they talk about these foods. You can't spray food with poison and it magically is healthy. That's not how things work. I, I, I bristle every time somebody says, you know, eat more spinach. It doesn't matter whether it's organic or not. Yes, it does to your nervous system. It does to your cells. It does to your bloodstream. It does. It matters a great deal whether you're putting poison in your body or not, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You cannot simultaneously consume poison and be healthy. Let me say that again for everybody listening. You cannot simultaneously consume poison and be healthy. Mm. It doesn't work. No, it doesn't work, brother. It doesn't work at all. Uh, you know, I, I'm just thinking of the importance of all of this. I mean, I, I really am sincerely, um, and uh, to all my listeners out there, really blown away here. Uh, and I, I mean this in the most sincere uh, tone that I could possibly tell you. I mean, I, I just, I, I can't even put it in words. I mean, to know that we were going to be able to do this, uh, be so privileged to do this eight-week program. And this was just, I, I don't even know why. It was just a, 
it was just a feeling I had. It was a it was a gut, it was a calling, I guess. It was a gut feeling, a calling. Something told me we needed to do something like this before the holidays, and I wanted to get it in this year. I mean, I, you know what I mean? I didn't want to get into 2023 without having this eight-week course and really putting it out there kind of on a, on a silver platter as a, as a showpiece, if you will. That's why we went to the trouble of doing the entire website page and all of the drop-downs. I mean, a lot of time goes into this, friends. That's, that's why we did this. We did this for the reasons of helping all of us. And I really thought it'd be really, really cool to get on to life and and this post-COVID, I want to help people. And and, and I, I just thought it would be a help to all of us to be able to get on with the next chapter. And I just knew the best one to do this would, would be Brother Henry, uh, Dr. H here. Uh, there was no doubt about it in my mind. And, and here we have this uh, privilege now to do this. So follow along with the notes, go to week three on uh, taking back control of your life on the sidebar, uh, left sidebar at the top of America Out Loud, or go to the menu under our shows and look back, taking back control of your life. Of course, you're listening to the voice of a nation, not to confuse you all uh, naturally, but this was a way to incorporate this magnificent body of work. Now, this is only the first, I, I'll tell you, I'll just tell you right now, this is only the first thing we're going to, we're going to do some really amazing things with Dr. H. I mean, this is only the first open and door uh, entryway to this thing. I just know it. And, you know, you can feel the synergy here because it, it's real. The synergy is real. And we bring this all to you live and and as it's, as it's developing, you know, so that's kind of how you're hearing it, you know. Um, let me also share with you here, uh, as we've talked about in prior uh, examples here, one of the sponsored partnerships that I, I need to bring to our attention because they're a very integral part of my platform and network, and that is the power of healthy cell. Uh, and I, I say this because they are a uh, the, the, you know I've been taking it for over four and a half years, and it's a, it's a it's a major um, piece, uh, and it's just been so marvelous our relationship with them over these past four and a half years. And they've helped so many people out that would have never taken anything. And the thing about healthy cell is the microgels now. So you get maximum absorption into your body. So it's a, and, and they're, they're grab and go. So you can travel with this thing easier, do whatever little packages here. And so it, it's a, it's a marvelous, marvelous product. Uh, and check it out. Uh, you can go to healthycell.com forward slash out loud. Uh, and now our listeners get 25% off that first order, by the way. Uh, this is uh, really very, very exciting. Okay, let's take a quick pause now. You're listening here uh, to the voice of a nation taking back control of your life. A lot more to talk about just after the pause, friends. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. 
yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. Uh, the third in a series of eight that we are doing through September and October uh, with Dr. H and, uh, and myself here, uh, just bringing this all to the light here. And I think this is just gonna be a tremendous series. I can already see the power of it and the impact. I don't want to waste any time, Dr. H. I want to get you right back on here now. Uh, let's let's get this thing because we want to go and, you know, I want to go at the pace that you're comfortable. I also want to recap last week and get into some other things and steps and questions we have and some uh, Q&A, some questions from listeners as well. But let me get it back to where you were before we do all of that. Let's bring it back to... Uh, we've now got a sense of the organic. You've absolutely convinced me. i got to believe everybody listening is convinced. We talked about the pesticide. I mean, God, we, you've really helped educate us. Uh, and you talked about the mood and the personalities of people. That's a bonus. Now, and that's the one thing my wife has a fabulous mood. She's, in fact, she'll be listening to that. She's definitely going to be hearing the show. And just know, love, you have one of the best personalities on the planet. You have a, a and she does, without <laughs> question. She has a fabulous personality, would beat anybody I know. And Dr. H, one time we're going to have dinner and you'll you'll meet her, you'll meet Dee, and you'll know, man, how come, how does she put up with you? I mean, she's got a fabulous <laughs> personality. Now you'll know, you know. Anyways. Takes an angel. <laughs> as you were, as you as I digress, sir, I'm going to throw it back to you and then let me know. And then and then let's talk about where you want to go from there. And then I want to dive into all this other stuff, please. OK, well, you know, I, I think we've we've hit home um, on on a lot of things. I mean, I, I wanted to chat a little bit about how pesticides work. We were talking about how they suffocate the bugs and create a heart attack uh, in the bug. The thing that a lot of people don't realize is that. Um, they work biochemically through a process called acetylcholine esterase. It's a, a little enzyme that breaks down neurotransmitters, so our, so the neuron can recycle them. So, if you take a if you a bug ingests a pesticide and it it blocks that enzyme, what happens is they can't recycle their neurotransmitters, so then they suffocate, have a heart attack, they die. Right? And a lot of people think, well, yeah, that's the bug, but they don't realize that we have pretty much the same nervous system. Our nervous system works on that same principle of acetylcholine and acetylcholine esterase. So it's while it kills the bug immediately, it's a slow death for us when we're eating those poisons. Mm. And so that's why it's so important to get those poisons out, to pay the little extra right now. But maybe here's a thought to start lobbying ourselves and saying, look, we need to get organic produce price reduced and we should be charging more for the conventional produce and stop subsidizing conventional produce. I mean, that's something I want to do joy, with you. I'm all that's, for. Yeah, that's something I want to do with you moving forward. You know me as an activist and as a, as a, as a pol political student of the game, right? I mean, mm -hmm. that's something we will follow up with you and I in another setting and begin to go after these uh, bandits and thieves and the killers, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, we have to, Malcolm, because yeah. here's the thing. 
when we get down to GMOs, when we start talking about pesticides, you start talking about the Monsantos of the world and 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 glyphosate, you know, Roundup and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. What you start finding out is they do a lot of damage. So these pesticides, the 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 Roundups, the the glyphosate, you know, they're going to damage your DNA just like those damn sea shots are doing now. They're going to damage DNA. They're going to prevent yeah. mitochondria from making energy. They're going to jack up your liver and your kidneys. They're going to actually kill umbilical embryonic and placental cells right so when you start looking at this litany what it Mm. ultimately takes you to is when people are wondering well how did i I eat healthy how did i develop cancer right because you weren't eating organically i'm convinced of that convinced of it absolutely i was convinced before this conversation as i shared with you earlier dr h and i'm absolutely convinced of it Mm -hmm. it it makes me sick and you know there's I, I, i gotta say i mean there's no amount of money there's no amount of money or lifestyle that would have me as a human being want to uh, profit from anything that's going to kill other people. So these people who are doing this are the sickest bastards on the planet, frankly. Okay, this is the core of evil, and it really infuriates me, Dr. H. And and it infuriates me, too. The thing, though, we have to be on the lookout for, Malcolm, and this is what I've been talking to some people online about we have to be on the lookout for that anger, that rage, which is righteous and is warranted turning us into people that hate. We cannot allow the hate into our hearts for even these evil bastards, you know, Mm -hmm. because that's when the evil bastards win. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I don't, I mean, hate's a strong word. There's no doubt about it. Okay. So I've been reprimanded. Go ahead. No, 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 no. You're not being (laughs) reprimanded. We're we're teaching everybody listening, brother Malcolm. I know. Because I I want the thing that, the thing that means so much to me is that what we are doing is being about love. And this is when that comes forward in our, in our eating, when you choose organic foods, you're saying I'm choosing love over evil. Well, you don't want to carry this stuff through your day. This I'm with you. Totally, 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 totally. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about, using this uh this hate or uh, hate or anger whatever it is or whatever you adjective you put on it and using it uh to um amen right to do so yeah yeah that's to what do to do about. good yeah yeah we, to do we, something good we it. focus yeah. it into yeah. good absolutely yeah. i'm right yeah. there yeah all right all right uh so i i think we laid out a pretty good plan here and strategy of what we're talking about so let's pick up from now what we've done bridging last week to this week right Right. right. I, I want to hear what's been going on with you. You were telling me that there were some things yeah. that weren't feeling great for you. And I want to yeah. I want to hear about that and see if we can help. OK. All right. Yeah. Well, I didn't share any of this with Dr. H that I'm going to share with you all now. I did. Right. Dr. H. I didn't tell Amen. you. Anything. Nope. Yeah, I'm, no, I am, no. I'm hearing it for the first time, just like everybody yeah. else. Yeah. I told him I wanted him to hear all this organically on the show here to use his words, you know, <laughs> organically. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there yeah, you go. Yeah, I wanted him to hear this and in, in, in the just as I want to share it with you all. So. Okay, so I've been doing. I've I've been getting my lifestyle around this um, uh, this new style of uh, what is it? Uh, eight sixteen twenty four. So it's sixteen hours off and eight. Right, the eight hour cycle. Correct. Right. Eight, correct. Sixteen yes, eight. Sixteen eight. Sixteen eight. Okay. And been doing. And, and I've been. I mean, perfect across the board. Not even. I don't even use anything. I've been drinking the black coffee in the morning. You know, just keep no calories whatsoever. I don't even take the supplements at that time. I wait till I'm, which is better anyways. When you're going to eat, you know, in the afternoon or evening, you know, early evening, right? Which is yes. the way we talked about, right? Doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. No, you're you're right on point. 
And, you know, it's a style I will tell you back, again, in full confession, because that's the kind of guy I am. Over the years, I was always uh, telling my wife she was doing it wrong. She would do your program early on. She would only eat one meal a day. She's done it all her life. Uh, she's a, uh, she, I mean, she's a small person. She doesn't eat. She doesn't do it for that reason. She just doesn't like to eat. You know, there are some people who live to eat and some people eat, who eat to live. There are two different mm -hmm. things, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're living to eat, that's where the obesity comes from. But if you eat to live, it's a whole different other animal. You can still enjoy your food and be what you call the foodie. Uh, Dr. H, uh, <laughs> up front, right, that you qualified and told me I was going to be convinced in this eight-week cycle that you were a foodie. And I kind of called you out and told me you were giving me a line of BS, but I'm kind of thinking you're probably going to win that bet, is my guess. <laughs> As we get close to your rotten scoundrel, <laughs> as we get close to the eight-week, I'm thinking, uh, I'm, I'm starting to get a little edgy here, I have to tell you, uh, about you winning that bet. I think you're probably going to win it. But but in any event, my wife has only been doing one. I was telling her, I was, yeah, you can't do that. You got to have breakfast in the morning. You got to, you know, with three meals. Our grandmother told us three meals. You got to have something in the morning. It's supposed to be the best thing of the day for you. You know, what? got to have it. Got to have it. And I got stories about that later. I can tell you about my grandmother and I about eating in the morning. So the, the grapefruit and all of that. But anyways, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and then the lunch, got to have the and the dinner and all of this. You know, you constantly got food coming to your system. Your cells can never regenerate. Your system's going crazy. Oh, it's like cocoa for cocoa puffs. You know what I mean? Come on. Now you're putting all these pesticides in there. And then you want to know why we're all sick and dense and running around like, I want to strangle it. <laughs> well, probably why the left and the right hate each other, probably, because of the core of what we're talking about right now, Dr. H. You know, you, you are not wrong, sir. Oh, my golly. And so we're and so my wife had been doing this all along. She doesn't put a lot of food in her body. Very limited. She eats the one and that's it. That part she had right. I mean, she didn't do vegetables, granted there, but she did do it right. And now she's probably got the last chuckle because now I'm doing her thing that I told her all those years she was doing wrong. She had it right and I had it wrong, brother. How do you like mm -hmm. that? Full confession, you know? Mm -hmm. So there's one for you there, darling. Uh, I know you're listening. And so there's one there for you. You were right all those years. Now, not totally right. You didn't do the vegetables and the rest of it the organic. So I can't give you all of that, honey. But I'm going to give you a good part of it, okay? But, that's a, but that makes me right about none of it, probably. Or, well... Although I knew I knew the germs and processed packages that that was all wrong and some of that, so a little bit of knowledge. So I I've been um uh so I've I've been doing this uh, this new regimen and really getting that into my system. And I don't know if that's normal for everybody or if there's a a curve in your body, but I got to tell you. So just a, a couple of days ago, uh, coming off the weekend. I had a gastrointestinal uh, attack on my system. Now, I've had these over the years from time to time. Mm -hmm. I haven't had one in quite some time and was pretty elated about this. That I, And I, I know other people talk about this. I know there's a lot of people that are very sincere and have problems with their gastrointestinal uh, tract or their, you know, that, that area that becomes very sensitive and problematic. And I had diverticulitis before, and, the, and people can relate to what I'm talking about. These are pretty common, I think. Uh, I'd like to say you know, I'm special about all this, but probably not. And um, and so, uh, I, you know, I've been tolerating all that pretty good. I've been feeling pretty good, actually, too, Dr. H, and I haven't had any of those problems. And it hit me just a couple of days back here. And when I tell you it hit me, it hit me. I mean, I was double, tripled up in pain and had to put pressure on my stomach and suffered for about two days. I had to come off. In fact, a couple of those mornings, I had to wake up and try to have some tea, hot tea and some other things to calm my system down when it wasn't uh, in serious pain. 
but I was having some sort of an attack against me in full, full boat here that really uh, uh, made me, uh, it wasn't just a mild pain. I mean, it's a pain that gets your attention is all I can tell you. Okay. You know what the kind of pain I'm talking about, you know? I, I think I do. I'm going to have a, a few questions to kind of hone in on it, but I think right. I know what's going on. Well, that's um, what happened. Okay. So first and foremost, I want to say, you know, for grandma, grandma's always right too. And, um, but you have to remember grandma grew up in an age where the average plate size was less than 11 inches. So okay. when you're eating three meals a day, you're eating three relatively small meals by comparison to what we eat today. The average plate size for an American now is 16 inches. And yeah, I don't eat a lot. Like you're right with everything you say. I don't eat a lot. I, I eat very, I don't eat like, like you go back for second, thirds and eat too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never been that person. That's why I'm not uh, 300 pounds. I'm right. a small guy because I don't eat a lot. I, I, I don't eat to, I don't, um, eat uh what do they call it eat to live i um i mean i eat to live i don't the other way you know I'm you sure don't live that. to eat right right yeah, yeah, i yeah. don't yeah so, that's a so so now um with with this pain first of all for a couple questions if it's okay to ask on air please yeah okay um so first is where in your abdomen are you feeling the 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 sharp first the pain is it left side right side kind of all around where are you feeling it all around, right in the gut, right, all right. around, right there, there, so there. All the way around. Okay. Kind of the lower side of that. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then uh, can you describe the pain? Sharp, dull, achy? Sharp, uh, very sharp, uh, to the point that there are times when you will have to lay on your stomach to try to elite, put pressure on it. If you put mm -hmm. pressure on it, uh, it sort of allows you to tolerate it. Without the pressure, if you try to get functional again, you're very miserable. In fact, couple of days this week i had to do shows where i was in serious pain and didn't think i'd be able to do the shows dr h okay. and uh, but this always passes over a day and a half two days later it will you know, i will struggle with it there's been a series of these over the years to me frankly uh but it will pass but it will be a miserable couple of days to be sure and when did it first start uh it started on um uh, late Monday went into Wednesday. So it went two days and then I far, finally started feeling good just yesterday. Yeah. And finally came out of, in fact, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, fasting again. Now I'm in that cycle of the um, uh, 16 hours, you know? Yeah. Did you, do you notice if you felt better after a bowel movement? No, it, it, it cripples me so bad that you can't even have a bowel movement. Okay. So did you go, did you have bowel movements on those days when you were in pain or were there no bowel movements? No, you don't really. Oh, well, no, I correct that. The first part of it, you do have, you know, there's a bowel movement and, and it is, it is, um, it's, um, uh, what's the right word? It's uh, very soft to that, to that edge, you know? Okay. So loose, loose kind of, loose kind of poo. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and now, uh, and re really when you're pain, it's, it's, and, and you're, you, you, you know, and you're having to go m multiple times. I mean, it's really an attack on your system and it's trying to lose all that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Two, two final questions. Then, uh, the first one is, were you feeling really good, uh, the day before it happened? I think so. Okay. And then, uh, last question in your health history, when did this, when was the first time you ever experienced this? Mm. It's been a while, Dr. H, really. It's been an ongoing challenge. When I had the diverticulitis, I had other uh, challenges to my system and my intestines. And luckily, I got through it um, without any major repercussions or problems. But it has been a problem from time to time. I've been to the experts and the professionals over years. But I really learned to live with it. And I've not had any problems in quite some time. So I thought this was sort of almost behind me. Do you know what I mean? 
when was the when was the last time you'd had an episode before this? Do you remember? Well, I thought it had been uh, I thought it had been a couple of years, actually. But my wife tells me it's been sooner than that. Now, she's far better at the schedule of the calendar. Time goes by and I don't even know what's going on anymore. I'm, I'm in the moment. You know what I mean? So she's far better at scheduling these things than I am or knowing. She reminded me saying it was sooner. I thought okay. it was longer back. So hard to hard to say. OK, so there there's a potential here. And what we always want to assess is <clears throat> somebody's done a change. Do, is this is things getting worse or are things getting better? Sometimes things feel bad. And it's what's called a healing reaction right. when we make a change. Right. Um, so, you know, we can have a re-expression of previous things. And typically when it has to do with the digestive tract, right. it's a re-expression of an infection that has been lying dormant or latent. Um, and so when you are in a state of fasting regularly, what ends up happening for your body is your body now goes into a state of starvation and microorganisms can choose one of two pathways. Typically one is to go into a state of dormancy or two is to try and promote themselves so as to get out of your system because your system is no longer hospitable for it. Dr. So Rachel, I think you nailed it. You know, so, I think you nailed it. I think that's what's happened here. I have to say full, really full confession here. I really believe that's what's happened because this thing sort of triggered it, I think, with the new fasting regiment. Mm -hmm. But now, but I don't ever quit ever. And as you know, I went right back to the fasting as soon as I ended it uh, yesterday. Mm -hmm. I went right back to the fast. Is that the right thing to do? I, it, it would be, you know, we want to, we, you know, Time will tell over the next couple of weeks. We'll see if you have another episode, then I'll, we'll have to reevaluate. And I might start thinking about doing a comprehensive stool analysis with parasitology on you and just see, is there some bug going on in there that we kind of woke up, right, you know, good, by you making good. some changes. So good. there's, there's ways to, we, we never want to guess when we can know, but when in, in natural medicine, it, this is a common experience of people going, you know, okay. this thing has re-exacerbated, it's come up. But a lot of times what happens for people is it comes up so that the body can resolve it finally. All right. And that's at the cell level. So that's that's one of the beauties of fasting. We get into a state called autophagocytosis, where the cell can actually repair itself all the way through the DNA. OK, I've always felt it was something in there, a bug or something in my system, because these are hard to hard to uh, find and they're hard to get diagnosed with doctors. Keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, they're hard to um get diagnosis, you know, proper diagnosis. People can spend all kinds of time and dollars and money going to mm -hmm. doctors and never find an answer in this world. I know because I've spoke to a lot of people about this. So I, I think that, but I, I, my sense is you just said what it is. And I think a lot of people can probably, this is going to be good actually, Dr. Grace. We probably can help a lot of people because a lot of people suffer from what I just explained. Okay. Mm -hmm. I yeah. agreed. I would, what I would do, Malcolm, is I would definitely get a sweat on in case it was something like peritonitis, where it's uh, a little bit of inflammation of the entire cavity. That can help sweat things out. But I would also, in those times, I would have a little bentonite clay and psyllium handy so that I could take some bentonite clay and psyllium to flush anything out of the system that might be there. And we can talk about that a little bit more in, in future episodes, because that's yeah. something we do with our cleansing. and Let's make a note of that in the notes and let's come back to that, please. OK, mm -hmm. for time. Yeah, but I definitely sure. want to come back to more of that. OK, all right. Absolutely. And then if I need that, you just got to let me know where to get it or send it or just hit me on the head, please, with it. OK. Oh, it's super uh, simple. Yep. Super and when simple. you talk about sweat and you're talking about, I, I assume, was that just a figure of speech or you're talking about exercising? Uh, exercise and we'll get it done. Saunas will get it done, but let's get some of those toxins out. Let's purify your body. Just went through an experience. Let's purify okay. it now. What about, what about passionate sex? Will that help as well? 
Uh, yes, for you. No, okay. Partner, Would you write yes. a prescription for that? I've written prescriptions for that before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me tell you what. If you need a prescription for it, you're in rough shape to begin with. <laughs> you are really. <laughs> that's a whole another. That's another show, by the way. <laughs> All right. All right. Are we are we good with anything else on that piece before I get to some Q and A's or anything else you want to share? Doc? No. Let's go ahead. And let's go to the Q and A's. But yeah, let's stay focused on you as well. I want to make sure you're having a great experience through the whole thing. Yeah. We're this is great. We're learning and living and. And the main takeaway from this, we'll talk about the organic in a moment. Let's get to Andy here. He says, this question is for Dr. Henry Lee and Malcolm contained in the second episode. Thank you for all you're doing to inform and enlighten, truly doing God's work. Amen to that, uh, Andy. Um, my question is regarding the blood levels for food sensitivity, delayed allergies. I am very interested in having this test done. My husband's a chiropractor and can order the test PRN. Is there a specific lab to use for the draw? Would you, would you be able to share the name of the lab that you use to perform the test? Thank you again for your dedication to battling all the craziness that is entirely the product of the COVID scam. Uh, any thoughts to this, to Andy? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, for any practitioner out there that wants to set up an account, we've been using Alates out of uh, Massachusetts for 20 years. Um, they're really, really good. Alates. Uh, my my concern with people ordering a test and just going on is that the interpretation of the test is a skill all its own. And that's something why we encourage people at least the first time to go through the school at the Energetic Health Institute so that we can show you how to interpret it based upon your own lab results, because there are going to be foods that show up that are food allergens, but you don't necessarily need to take them out because they're very, very low level. And if they so, order that test in the way that you say, you would also be able to help guide them if they needed that. Is that correct or is that wrong? Correct. Yeah. Once when you go through the school, not only do you get the test, but you get a certified holistic nutritionist that I've trained and I review the results to um, who goes through everything and helps set you set up your diet right away so you don't have to guess. All right, now let me tell folks, if you go to episode two, please, uh, go to the drop-down accordion files on uh, taking uh, back control of your life. You go go to the page, okay, please? Uh, go to week two, and there's a link right in there for that that you can order that. You need to know this, and I would highly recommend you just do it through Dr. H. Uh, it just makes perfect sense, uh, Andy, and everyone listening here. And partway down, you'll see interest in getting a delayed food allergy panel and having a certified holistic nutritionist develop a personalized dietary plan. And there's the link right there to get it. Okay, fair enough. Right. Amen. That's yep. how you do it. So, mm -hmm. okay, this next one here is from Jim. Uh, Dr. Eddie, thank you and Malcolm for doing this series. I have a diagnosis of high calcium score in my arteries to the heart. So my doctor has recommended me taking chelation IVs along with changing my diet to more of a Mediterranean diet. I'm a 67-year-old male. What do you think of this course of treatment to hopefully cut down on the high uh, plaque in my arteries? Yeah. Uh, chelation therapy is something we use typically for um, heavy metal removal, but it has also been clinically proven to reduce plaque on, on arteries as well. It can be a little arduous. Um, so I would, I would caution that. Um, typically for calcium removal, they'll use DMSA, um, excuse me, uh, DM, uh, DMPS and calcium EDTA, excuse me. Um, so if they're using it, just an oral calcium EDTA um, as, as the only one, it's a little more mild in terms of the experience. So it's, it's still good. I've never used um, chelation therapy for the removal of plaque. I use diet. So we go and we get diet in and we especially stay away from arachidonic acid. So this would be uh, someone who might be on a 
vegan kind of approach for a month or two um, okay. and to help get it down and really focus on getting potassium levels up in the bloodstream. Okay. I hope that helps, uh, Jim. Uh, there's the answer there. And I want to get this one in from Francesca. I cannot thank you both enough for all that you're doing. I am unvaccinated, eat whole foods, lead a basically wholesome lifestyle. This June, I had COVID, the main symptom being nausea. I took ivermectin for a couple of weeks with the addition of hydroxychloroquine in the second week. When the fever went down, I tested negative. Now I still get these seemingly random attacks of nausea. Mm -hmm. I'm taking many of the recommended supplements, including NAC, vitamin C, D, A, K, B, lysine, uh, selenium, zinc, uh, you know, copper, omega-3s. I recently did my first three-day water fast in hopes of getting the virus out of my system. And on day three, as expected, I had all-day nausea. I'm sure the fast helped, however, I, can, I still feel nausea which can happen when I'm exerting myself either physically and mentally. Uh, the nausea feels exactly like the nausea that I had during COVID. I also struggle with unproductive uh, cough post-COVID. That has been slowly subsiding. Would you know what would be causing the nausea and what I can do about it? Well, you know, again, these are always for educational purposes only. We wanted to make sure you discuss this back with your medical team, wherever you're at. But a um, couple of thoughts come to mind. Number one, nausea, a simple solution is typically like ginger tea. Um, if we need to move up a little bit because the ginger tea isn't being effective, we can go into, like I was telling you, Malcolm, bentonite clay and psyllium shakes because it might be a, a, a infection that has kind of surfaced. Um, but like you, Malcolm, you, you, made, you, you made a comment about yours. You said, you know, I need to put some pressure on it. It makes it feel better with yeah, pressure, right? Sure. That's a telltale sign for a homeopath. A homeopath would do a cartwheel hearing that and going, okay, now I know exactly which homeopathic remedy is perfect for you because those little quirky symptoms mean something a great deal in homeopathy. So um, as far as that goes for Francesca, um, I, I think I would start simple with ginger tea. I would then recommend going into bentonite clay psyllium if it needed. I'd maybe investigate a homeopath uh, as well. But um, one of the things that is important for a lot of people that we haven't discussed is glutathione. Okay. And so glutathione, whenever we're talking about respiratory stuff and, and a persistent cough, it's usually a sign of glutathione deficiency. So that's where N-acetylcysteine comes in. N-acetylcysteine is what helps the body make glutathione. You can also take liposomal glutathione straight um, to, uh, to help you with that issue. Okay, that's that's powerful. Now you've mentioned that even before to me privately, the glutathione. Uh, you, we've talked about it over the times, even when I was going through COVID and all of that. I remember too, you brought that up. Mm -hmm. I'd mm -hmm. like to talk more about that down the road. We're out of time now, but I'd like to, and I don't know if that's something a note you want to add in here or not. I'm not sure, Doc. I'll leave that with you um, to figure I'll add out. It into another. I'll add it into a future okay. segment for us. I think it's important from what I'm gathering here from this comment. That's all the time we have there. Now listen. Uh, questions, you can go to the Taken Back Control of Your Life page, go right on there, and you can put your question right in there uh, as well and ask it, and we'll we'll get to some of these questions at the end of the program. Again, uh, vaccine injuries, uh, long COVID, uh, and then there's everything else. So there's, there's room for everything here, friends, to help all of you out. And if there's a lot more questions, if we're getting a lot, we won't be able to answer them. We'll, we'll get to them in other shows and programs with Dr. H, no problem there. Now, Dr. H, last word from you. Now, right now, in the last moment or so left, uh, we've got to then, uh, so the real focus this week is going to be organic, buying healthy, eating healthy, get rid of the mm -hmm. pesticides. That's really the, the rallying call from today, right? Yeah. Remember, we have a four-part paradigm for what the body needs. Purify, move, nourish, rest. 
We're working on Nourish right now with organic. So we are asking anybody who wants to take the seven day organic challenge, eat nothing but organic for seven days, and then check in with how you feel on the seventh day compared to before you started. Okay. All right, there it is. All right, friends, that's it. That We're there now, right at the max here. And uh, listen, thank you. Well, I hope you learned some things today. I know I surely did here. Thank you for joining us on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.